crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today we have a different kind of episode. It's just going to be me today. It's a it's a solo episode. No no guest. No conversation outside of just me and you. And I want to share with you specifically some of the roadblocks to rogue risks success. There are some aspects of the business that I'm incredibly proud and happy about, and I feel like we're very much on the right path. Uh, there are other aspects that have been trying and difficult and frustrating and um, I just didn't see coming, uh, mostly about myself, um, hesitancies that I've had, um, failings in myself as both a leader of an organization and as a salesperson and uh, operationally. And I thought a lot about them and, and I've talked a lot about them during some of the interviews that we've done recently and which I hope you've enjoyed. I mean, we've had some absolutely ridiculous guests lately and uh, it's been so much fun to share their insights and expertise with you and, and I'll drip in little things once in a while, but I wanted to just take a minute and walk you through where we're currently at, where Rogue is at um, and and explain, talk, discuss maybe do a little couch session on what's keeping us from getting to where we want to be. Because um, we're off our targets, if I'm being completely honest with you. I'm off the targets that I had set myself for the year. doesn't mean I can't still hit what my goals were. Um, we're not that far off. But, you know, it's it's never good to, to do a, a kind of breakdown of your business and, and see that you're, you're off your goals. It, that's never good. So, I'm I'm constantly doing self-evaluation, probably too much. Um, I tend to be overly hard on myself for some things and not hard enough about others, which I'm sure you can equate to as well. And I just want to say, kind of leading into this, two things. One, um, I I know every one of our businesses is completely unique. Rogue, your business, your situation, they're all incredibly unique. If I've learned anything in starting my agency, it's that every independent insurance agency really is its own unique snowflake, 100%. And I I don't mean that in the negative sense. I mean that in like the, you know, we've all built this based on our personalities and our needs and our situation and where we're coming from and what our history is and what our goals are. And the beauty of our business is that there there are quite literally uh, 37,000 500 different ways to, to, to build an agency. And, uh, and, and that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. But I do think that there are some common themes and I wanted to talk through them, uh, things that I've recognized as obstacles, how, I'm either, how I've either overcome some of them or started to overcome some of them or, or how I'm still working through them. And hopefully the goal here is to show you that one, if you're struggling with some of these things, you're not alone. I'd like to share with you some of the insights that I've gained from talking to some of the people that I'm blessed to have access to and how they've uh, help point me on the path to overcome these things. Uh, give you some ideas for different tools or thought processes or procedures or mental models that can get you to where you want to be. If some of these things are struggles for you, I mean, I I, I'm, I do not think that I'm alone or unique or that somehow my situation creates uh, scenarios that are are that no one else has to deal with. That somehow. Um, 
the, I, I don't want you to think that these things are excuses. I, I have, there's no excuses. These are just, this is reality. And, um, I think it's, I, I find it to be interesting. And plus I haven't done a solo episode in a long time and, um, they're always fun. And, um, I just wanted to give you an update. I did so much with the inside early on that, uh, you know, the inside just kind of became too much. It's not that I didn't want to keep sharing with you guys. Uh, I try to be as transparent as I can about everything. Um, because I could give two shits what you think about me um, from that standpoint. It doesn't impact my day, obviously. Um, I love so many of you. So many of you listening to this are, are, are friends and you know people that I enjoy so much. So um, I'm sure there's a few of you out there that I can't stand, but I would. Uh, you're good people too for listening. So anyway, uh, before we get there, I just want to give a quick shout out. I'm going to run through my entire sponsor list, mostly because I've never done that before. And two... Uh, I, I'm very proud of the people that sponsor this show. I think there's some of the be- I think it's the best in class technology. Um, not the only options, but some of the best in class uh, technology and vendors in the entire space. And I would put my vendor or my sponsor list up against uh, just about any other shows. And um, you know, first and foremost, Tarmica. Tarmica has been just a tremendous part of this podcast and their support in. Um, you know, just they've become an integral part of my agency in so many different ways, and I'm very invested in their success um, in terms of how I've built my business and where I see the industry going. And if you haven't listened to my industry with Ragov, uh, the founder of Tarmica, you need to go listen to that. Tarmica is changing the game, and they're making small commercial profitable. Um, they're they're adding, you know, ridiculous new carriers every day, and I just foresee a world in the very near future where it's Tarmica and everyone else and um, they're moving into personal lines and they've got commercial auto now and uh, it just it's really wild stuff and I just think very highly of their company and how they're building it so very happy to have Tarmica as a sponsor uh, Advisor Evolved Chris Langell and the team at Advisor Evolved I've said this many many times there is no other website provider out there for insurance agents than Advisor Evolved. Everyone else is a step below. So there's Advisor Evolved and then there's everyone else. You can choose whoever you want. I'm just letting you know that there's Advisor Evolved and then there's everyone else. And I've thought that for 10 years now, uh, since the very first time that I met Chris and and talked to him and worked with him on websites. Um, he's the best of the best and that's just the way that it is. The next uh, company is Better Agency. Better Agency is the best personal lines, CRM, and communication automation tool that exists. Um, their commercial lines is coming along. I want to always be honest with you. If you're a heavy commercial lines agency, um, either tiptoe in with the understanding that commercial is not there yet, but coming fast, or um, just wait. But if they do for commercial lines, communication, CRM, automation, what they've done for personal lines, there will be no other option than Better Agency very soon. I mean, their commercial, line, their personal lines is just the things they're doing, no one else is doing. It's just, it's awesome. It really is. And, uh, and I, I have really enjoyed Better Agency and I use it every single day. And right before I turned this on, I was making notes for um, a, a center of influence that I have and, and some different ways that I support them. And, um, you know, it's my first point of contact every day. I open up Better Agency. I, I get on my tasks and 
um, work through it. And and uh, I just think uh, I think very highly of the software, and I think highly of the people that are building it. Um, the the last sponsor that we have here on the show is uh, Agency VA, and they're our newest. Um, I took on a VA six weeks ago, one of the best decisions I've ever made. A VA is work like any other employee would be work, um, training them. I'm, I have two Loom videos that I need to create today to, to help walk through a couple different processes, our certificate of insurance process and, and our, um, our workers' comp client onboarding process. Um, I want the VA to handle some of the back, you know, the back office kind of tactical adding contacts in and customers in and sending out invitations and stuff. That's stuff that I don't need to do. Um, and is really a waste of my time and distracts me from, you know, making sure that client is happy and building new relationships and supporting, uh, the referral partners who may have introduced me to that client. And, uh, and, and, Tom, my VA is great and he's coming along and, but he can only do what I train him and teach him to do. And, and, and yes, agency VA is tremendous at bringing in, um, at, at, at giving at matching you up with someone who is familiar with your technology. So the VA that I have is he was familiar with say now certs, which is my agency management system and had used better agency before, but some other things like Zywave he hadn't. And, and I do loom videos and I have a whole training library that I'm building out. Uh, I need to get better at building the training library out, but, um, I've just, I think the world of agency VA, I think the world of Wes and Ben, I know them to be amazing people who really, really care about what they're doing. I mean, they honestly care. I'm not saying other VA agency, VA companies don't. That is a hundred percent not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they do. And I have, I, I have a personal relationship with Wes and Ben and, um, and for them to be sponsors of this show is incredibly meaningful to me. So that all being said, um, you know, let's let's get on to the to the meat and potatoes here. Um, hopefully, I still have some of you. I know those were commercials, but uh, hopefully, also it's just interesting to to hear who I like to do business with. Um, I always do business with people first. It's always about people. Uh, so, uh, first, where is Rogue Risk? So, uh, we are at um, we're we're just over seven months. In, um, we officially launched the agency on March 9th of 2020. So that was the first time I actually like had everything together and started prospecting business it was March 9th of 2020, seven days before, uh, Emperor Cuomo, uh, shut the state down. Now probably was a good move at that time. Um, but he has since to relinquish that control. And, um, obviously I'm not a big fan of that since I think, lockdowns are not the answer to our future success. That being said, uh, I didn't sell my first policy until May. So I don't really know what that means, but I didn't sell my first, I didn't sell my first account until May. So doors opened on March 9th and for almost two months, um, I wallowed in despair as no one picked up the phone. No one responded to my emails. Um, it was very, very difficult time because uh, there was a lot of self-loathing and excuse making for for me personally. I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, I I was I, I, excited to a level that I I've never been in business, um, at least not since kind of the early days at Agency Nation when it was just full tilt, leaning forward into all things and politics wasn't involved yet. Um, you know, I. I, I just I, I love what I want Rogue to be. I think it has 
a place in the market that is special and I have a clear vision of what I want it to be. And to launch it into this tsunami of COVID and um, and just have nothing happen, uh, I probably should have expected that. I didn't. And I wallowed for a while. Um, you know, I kind of got out of shape. I All the things, all the things that you hit. I mean, I'm not going to say I was depressed, but I certainly wasn't in a strong and energetic <laughs> mental and, and physical place. And uh, because of that, um, I made a lot of bad decisions. I chased a lot of technology. I got into, you know, I, I, I got shiny object syndrome. Oh, this thing can do that and this thing can do that. And I tried this and I spent money on this and, and um, I wasted a lot of time. Um, and part of that is, and this is something that I've talked to some people about recently, as much as so, so I would love to believe uh, that the position I sit in, the the network that I have, the connections I have, I'm fairly aware of of most of the things that are going on in our space from a technological standpoint, from a tools perspective. I just talk to people all the time, and I'm just very aware of what's happening. And I thought uh, naively that that would be an advantage for me, and in, and in some ways it absolutely is. Uh, I, I don't want to misconstrue that. Um, in some ways, it absolutely is an advantage. But it also uh, creates this, this like, like I said, shiny object syndrome. I, I'm, I'm drawn to, oh my gosh, that tool can do this and, and this tool over here can, can and have me do this. And, 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 and the truth is none of the tools are perfect. No tool is perfect. No tool does everything. Um, you know, the big box agency management systems are great unless you want to do anything that they don't want you to to do and then you're in trouble um the raiders are have have uh, you know have really good qualities in some aspects and then all of them have really have negative qualities in other aspects um you know i some some of the raiders still force you to use pcs for some reason you know uh, bridging on a mac it doesn't work i it's it just like oh but um my, my point in saying all that to you is I chased a lot of rabbits down a lot of holes early, and it wasn't until recently, I'd say maybe even August, that I really just pulled myself back together and said, okay, I'm hitching my my horse, my horse ride to these horses, and this is what we're going into the future with. And, and trust me, Neon is the future of my agency. I'm going towards Neon. Seth and Sid and, and the entire team over there, I absolutely positively believe in what they're doing. And the moment that I can get on their platform, I will get on their platform. Um, you know, they're early stage as well. And for a brand new company like me to make the move to Salesforce, to a new platform, there's, you know, you have Varuna involved, which, you know, I think the, the, you know, right now you, you still have to go through Varuna and there's some pros and cons to that. Um, you know, not that I think Varuna is a bad platform, but I certainly don't think it's the best platform uh, either. So, so there's some ways there, but that's where I'm headed. I'm headed in that direction as much as I possibly can. I think, um, I think that these type of tools are, are the future of the flexibility that we need because I plan to be in this for a while. Um, I'm not building this agency up to hit a number and sell it. Uh, yes, I want Rogue Risk to support my family, but I love this shit. 
I love it. I love being part of this industry. I love solving these problems. I love thinking about these things and learning about them and talking about them and meeting the incredible people who come up with the ideas for all these different tools and systems and ways we do business. And uh, I just, I love it. It's a big part of who I am. It's, it's as much a hobby as it is my job. And while, yes, we have to make money, um, you know, I'm going to make the decisions and support the people and be part of the ecosystems that I think have the best interest of our industry, of the amazing people that I love, many of which of you are hopefully are listening, um, and and ultimately allow us to do what we do best, which is support the communities that we live in, the the, the markets that we serve, the niches that we serve. Um, that's that's our role. And, uh, and, and, and I want to be part of those things because I think it's important to do that. If we just sit back, if I just sit back and, and throw some support out once in a while, and my, you know, I don't think that's enough. I think we have to be involved. And, um, and that's where I'm headed. So with that goal in mind, it has allowed me, you know, with that goal in mind that I want to be able to be completely flexible, completely open as much as possible, that I want to be able to serve my customers with the most talented individuals wherever they may live, whether it's the Philippines, Puerto Rico, or next door, I want to find the best people and put them in positions to win, and I need the technology that allows me to do that. And that's why Neon, Salesforce, and the tools that op- that will operate in that ecosystem are important to me, and it's why I'm building the way I am. It's why I went from QQ to now, sir. It's QQ didn't allow me to do that. Um, also very limited on the commercial side. Perfectly fine uh, platform if you're a personal lines agency. Um, but as I got more into commercial and more complex commercial, I couldn't do that. Plus now starts being completely open, um, having all the Zapier connections, um, be, being very reasonably priced, being month to month. I mean, now starts is a great platform. I, I Anyone who knocks it, I think, hasn't really given it its due. Um you know, it's certainly not the most complex or the most dynamic system, but it's pretty freaking good, especially for the price point and the fact that they don't lock you in. And, and NowCerts is not a sponsor or pay me for anything. So I just want you to know, this is just my take on NowCerts, is, um, you know, NowCerts, uh, for, for the value that you get for what you pay and the fact that they don't want to lock you in. I just had uh, a company, I just had my rating company try say to me, um, yeah, we know you're not using our platform anymore, but if you want to use our Raider, you need to lock back into a three-year contract. I am not signing any friggin' three-year contract, and I'll just, boom, done, have a nice day, move on, because the, the signing of three-year contracts is the old world. That is not that is not the future of our business. That is not how we should be operated, and frankly, it's not a good sign of faith that they want to lock me into a three-year contract. That, that just completely rubs me the wrong way. So uh, all that to say, I think NowCerts is incredible and it provides me with the flexibility that when I'm ready, when it's the right time, I can make that move to Neon and be part of that community. And, and that makes me very happy. And again, that's why I like Better Agency. Better Agency does the same exact thing, right? Like Better Agency will, you know, hopefully someday be the, be the CRM, uh, marketing automation communications tool that plugs into the top of my Salesforce installation and and Neon and and is that driving mechanism for how we communicate and interact with our customers? And I think 
Will and Nick and the entire team over there, I think they have that vision. They see it, and I think they're doing all the right things, and it's it's why I chose that platform. Um, so okay, so so I chase too many shiny objects. I I've I've wasted a lot of time um, in that space, and um, and that's been part of the reason that I'm behind. So so maybe you should be asking yourself, well, well you say you're behind. Where are you? So if um, you know, with the understanding that I launched on March 9th, my goal uh, March 9th was to put 500000 in premium on the books March 9th, 2020 to March 9th, um, uh, 2021. Uh, so we are, uh, today's October something, 15th, I think. So we're just under, what is that, uh, November, December, January, February. We're, we're, we're about seven months in, pretty much, you know, just past seven months into uh, uh, Rogue Risk's um, Rogue Risk life, and so I should be around two hundred fifty thousand in premium. I'm just over two hundred thousand in premium in that time. Uh, the good news is, I think I put myself in position to beat that goal. So, so I have the processes, procedures, and people in place now. Um, that I think to beat that $500,000 goal, but I'm behind it, and, and I don't like to see that. I don't like to miss goals. I, I like to I like to be so far past goals I don't have to think about them because I hate goals in general, but I know how important they are. So uh, so that's where we're at. So we're just over $200,000 in premium, uh, seven months in. Um, uh, a lot of that is comp. Um, you know, it's been funny how the carriers I thought would be my, my, my biggest partners early have not play that hasn't played out as much uh yet but again we're so early the business is so spread i'm still in gobble whatever you can get mode so it's not like i'm really dialed into certain markets and certain carriers and and all that is coming i mean all that is coming it just hasn't been the case so far and like i said i've been a little scattered so so chasing shiny objects i i think simpler is better i think understanding why you use a piece of software is way more important than using it because it does something um, and I think believing in the people behind the product is a, is a, should be one of the factors. I'm not going to say it's the largest factor, but I absolutely think that it should be one of the factors that you consider. So when I think about Advisor Evolved as a website platform, I know Chris always has his customers in, in his best interest. He's always trying to think and build new features into those websites so and, and new designs and, and new aspects of the websites so that his customers do more. He, he built out the local traffic marketing um, uh, service, which, which I think any agency who, who wants to do um, local digital advertising and traffic generation would be crazy not to use Chris because he knows exactly what he's doing and his team does. Um, you know, I think that... Uh, you know, he, he's doing this because he, he has agents' best interests in mind. Tarmica, Ragov, his dad is one of his clients. He's going to do what's right for the business, right? Um, you know, Nick, uh, uh, Will, Preston, McBilly, these are all independent agency guys. Um, Wes owns an independent agency. Uh, ben um, was a State Farm agent but understands the business incredibly well and works with independent agents across the entire, uh, across the entire platform. Right, like, like these types of people, these types of vendors, um, they 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 get what we're trying to do, and 
you know, and, and truthfully, their reputation is at risk. Um, a lot of times, technologists who come in the industry and try to create solutions for us, if their solution doesn't work, they're not coming back to the industry. They're going back to Silicon Valley to do some regression analysis that they learned in B school to find another industry to try to exploit. But people who were born and raised in this industry, who've grown up in this industry, whose reputation is built on the connections and network that they have in this industry, like that to me holds weight because I know that if they screw us, that they're they're out, they're in trouble. They can't they can't come back. That people are going to remember that, and 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 that that pressure forces them to think about their client's best interest at all times. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that doesn't make sense. But but that's, that is something that I take into a lot of consideration in the tools that I use. And, um, you know, that just is what it is. Okay. So uh, we spent a lot of time on that. I think the, the lesson there is pick some horses, ride them, and make, and, and, but do spend a little bit of time thinking about um, – how they serve what you want to be. And I think you'll get there. Um, you know, I, I heard I heard someone say the other day this what I thought was the stupidest comment. Something, something, something. Oh, better agency is the is the cool is the new cool kids club tool. And one, I thought that was a ridiculously juvenile comment. Two, I don't even know what a cool kids club is because we're running agencies and if we don't run them well, they don't exist anymore and then we can't pay our bills. So it's not like this is, you know, you know, it's not like we're we're passing cigarettes around the high school parking lot. You know what I mean? Um, and third, that mentality is a very scarcity-based mentality. Um, you know, there's, there's there's no clubs. You 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 use the tools that are going to get you to where you need to be. If your business fails, no one is coming to help you put your business back together. It failed. It's over. So. Choose the tools that are going to get you to where you need to be. If if TAM, if Applied TAM is the best tool for your agency to win, then use Applied TAM. Good for you. I, there, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I think there are answers that set you up for the future in certain ways if that's what you're trying to build to, especially what I'm trying to do. But that doesn't mean that my agency is what your agency needs to be. You could, it just, it just doesn't. So... I think that's very important. These are really tough decisions. I think the key is focus, trying to not get distracted um, as best you can. But but also, it's balancing awareness with distraction. Are you aware of what's out in the market without being distracted by what's out in the market? I think that's maybe the core idea. Um, but we've I've I've banged on this for a while, so I'm gonna move on. Um, some of these I'm gonna blow through quick. Uh, I have really struggled. I'm going to kind of jump out of order from how I wrote them down. I um, I have really struggled being a one-man show. I work way better in teams. Um, I've said this maybe many times in the podcast if you listen regularly. If you don't, then um, this is just an aspect of my personality that I, I, I hadn't really even considered was I am terrible on my own. I need to work in teams. I need people that I can pass stuff off to because as much as I firmly believe myself to be a an a a, a world-class performer in certain aspects of running a business and and just business skills in general, cert, there's certain aspects that I I would absolutely put myself up against anybody in the world. Um 
there are other aspects in which I'm like a newborn baby. Like I can't even get out of my own way. And 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 it's and it's this cognitive load where, uh, you know, it, you, you tell me that I need to go put a marketing campaign together to attack a certain marketplace. The 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 like you know how you know how when you do something silly on your computer. Um, like when, like when one of your carrier partners says they want to have a video conference and what they really want to have is a WebEx and your computer starts screaming at you, no, no, not WebEx. That's technology from 2005. Please don't make us fire up WebEx. And the fan in your computer is going like this. And it's so loud. You can't even hear. And the people on the other end of the WebEx are like, what's going on? Is there a turbo jet in your office? And you're like, no, you forced me to use WebEx, a 2005 technology, which forces my computer fan to spin so fast that you think there's a jet engine in my in my office yeah so um that's the way my brain works when i have to think about things like um operations um service requests going into carrier websites and doing policy changes um any of this like tactic i have tactical is the wrong way to describe it i don't know these like there are people who love this stuff I have a list of things to do. I'm going to do this list. I'm going to check them off. I'm going to move them over here, and I'm going to feel completely satisfied. And I think those people are amazing. I think that's absolutely 100% amazing. That's not a knock. That is not the way my brain works. My my brain server megabit capacity goes through the roof, and I just get bogged down, and I can't. It like slows me down, and I hate it. Where if I'm selling somebody if i'm networking relationship building you know a lot of like uh leadership uh oversight stuff organizational leadership type activities um game you know the the bigger idea stuff the relationship building sales marketing that stuff i could think about that stuff for 24 hours in a row and feel completely refreshed and ready to go like like i do not slow down i can just go 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 and feel zero loss of energy so um, I hadn't, I didn't really know that about myself. I've learned that over these last seven months as I've tried to do some of these things and I'm staring at my, my bullet journal here and my to-do list for, of tasks that I have to get done that I uh, haven't, haven't gotten done. Um, uh, although I did check a couple of them off this morning and, um, so, so adding the VA from agency VA in particular and, and that, and, and, and being able to say, here, here's some stuff. That, that I really don't want to ever have to think about again. I just wanted to get done. And being able to pass that off, man, it's like slumping off a weight. And um, I just didn't realize that about myself. I just absolutely did not realize. I mean, I think it makes sense kind of in hindsight, but that delegating the work that you that doesn't allow you to perform at your best, like make a list. I literally did this. Make a list of the things that you, that, that don't, remove energy from you but energize you what are those things for some people it's cold calling for some people it's going out and networking for some people it's you know doing the accounting books for other people it's it's you know doing tasks and whatever whatever your thing is whatever brings energy into your body especially if you're the leader in the organization write those things down and figure out a way to do those things 80% of the time and everything that keeps you from doing those things 80% of the time give to someone else Give to someone else. And and I'm telling you, it is ridiculous, ridiculous how it starts to change. And I'm not there completely yet. I'm not at 80% of the time doing that stuff. But working with agency VA, working with the team there, 
uh, doing these Loom videos, starting to get the, you know, um, my new team member trained up, man, it has just been, it just, all of a sudden, down the tunnel, I saw this little tiny light start to shine through. It just wasn't pure darkness anymore. And um, I feel energized for it. And it's really um, a big part of how I started to come out of um, uh, what was a terrible down cycle um, in, in my in my life there when I first started the business. It's weird to say I started a business and I went into depression. But um, uh, I was. It was tough because um, I wasn't performing the way that it that I wanted to, and um, it feels it feels once again like the vision of Rogue is, is the train's back on the tracks. It's creeping, but it's back on the tracks. So watch the fuck out. Um, all right, so um, accounting. Uh, I would put in this book. I I hate accounting. I appreciate accounting. I know why accounting is important. Um, I don't want to think about accounting. I want someone to tell me how much money we have in certain buckets, and I want to spend that money and I want someone else to deal with it. That that's that's what I want, right? And um and actually Agency VA is helping me with that too. We're not there yet either, but I want to get a budget set. I want to know here's how much you have. If you want to do gifting or if you want to do postcards, you have this much amount. Boom, go do it. I don't want to have to figure that out. I just don't. My brain despite being a math major, stopping and slowing down to figure out how much money you have to spend I hate that. And I know that makes me a bad business owner, but that's one of those two things um, that I just don't like doing. Um, so I figured that out about myself. Uh, although I'm probably going to guess that one. Um, I a, Another obstacle is I get pulled into a lot of conversations that are non-revenue generating. Um, this has been an interesting for one for me because I actually... Um, Zach Gould flipped my opinion on this. Uh, Zach Gould from GNN. So I had I had talked about at some point um, somewhere that getting pulled into I get I get a lot of direct messages about a lot of people who say Hey, can I just get 15 minutes of your time? Can I ask you a couple questions? And and guys, I absolutely love that stuff. Please don't stop doing it, P- please. Be- because if you have questions, I want to help you. It is a big part of who I am as a person. I love helping you guys selfishly, it brings me joy if I can stick something in your brain that helps you do your job better or make you happier at your work. It just, it, it, it's part of what energizes me. Um, so, so please don't stop. But I was not being good about budgeting my time with those conversations. So I was scheduling them at, at times during the middle of the day when I should be prospecting or networking or, you know, doing rogue work. And, um, and, you know, I started to get down on myself and then I stopped taking them all together. And, and then that didn't feel good because if I'm not helping people, it's almost like I'm not breathing, uh, if that makes sense to you. So, um, and then Zach Gould said to me, like, you, this is part of who you are. You, you connect people to other people. You connect people to things and ideas. Like if you're not a connector, then you're not being true to yourself or some version of that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit of what he said. And man, uh, I don't know if I just needed permission or I just, the way he framed it, you know, life is all about framing. Um, the way that he framed it just clicked over and I said, I don't have to stop these because it is like oxygen, like helping people, especially our peers, colleagues. Um, it is like oxygen to me. 
Um, but we have to be, I have to be smarter about how we do it. And I think this is a big problem for everybody, right? Like we schedule conversations and we schedule uh, meetings about things that may be important, but at times that impact other aspects of our life. So, so what I'm saying is I think we all should be the connectors that we want to be, but we have to be smart about when we schedule these things. So I've really started to push a lot of them to Fridays um, and, and then strategically at the end of the day, I, sometimes I have to drive, um, a different, you know, to pick up my kids from different things. And if I know I have like a 20 or 30 minute drive, I'll schedule a call during those times. Um, so I've, I've tried to be much more strategic about those calls, but, um, I, I was really terrible about them. I think part of it was I was feeling so down about the business very early on that, um, that I was scheduling a lot of these calls to make myself feel better because like I said, it is so important to me. But we have to be smart about these things. I think connecting, growing our network, building relationships inside the industry and, and, and whatnot are, are really important to success. I, I really do. Um, I just think we have to be smart about it and I was not smart about it early on. Much more smart about it now or trying to be. Still, still never perfect. Um, the last one that I really wanted to talk about, and this is one that really surprised me. This was probably the most surprising, uh, maybe the second most surprising outside of my um, complete lack of technology discipline, which I had early on, um, although I would love to make an excuse and just talk that up to being a drunken asshole in the in the springtime uh, during the early COVID days, um, is prospecting hesitancy. Um I have continued to struggle with cold calling. I just really have. I've just really continued to struggle with cold calling. And Mick Hunt and David Carruthers continue to pound me over the head with needing to do it. And I love them both dearly for it. And I've been picking up the phone more often, but still not enough. Still not enough. And I ask stupid questions like, well, what if this person does this? And those are all just excuse and delay tactics from what I really need to do is to pick up the phone and make calls. And if I screw up a call, who cares? Detach yourself from the outcome. Detach yourself from the outcome. Like I literally write that some days. I've started doing cold calling affirmations, if you can believe this. I literally will write before I start cold calling. You are a cold calling gangster. You have value. What you're going to ask this person. You know, and, I, and, and I just kind of make it up, but I literally just like, affirm myself before I, if, if that's even, a, that's probably not a term, but um, I just do these affirmations and I'll say like, and I'll write, I'll write over and over and over again, detach yourself from the outcome, detach yourself from the outcome, detach yourself from the outcome, the outcome doesn't matter, the activity matters, the outcome doesn't matter, the activity matters, over and over and over, you are a cold calling gangster, you have mass value, they should be, you know, I, I wrote the other day, uh, this was like last week or something, I started doing this last Monday, um, I wrote a, uh, Oh, shoot, what did I write? Oh, um, if they don't want to listen to you, then they're the idiot I'm writing. And, and I'm writing all these things, and um, and I don't even know how to do affirmations because I've never done it before, but I'm assuming you just talk positively about yourself. And to, to get myself in a position where I can make calls, and it helps a little, but basically just picking up the phone and calling and actually doing dialing the numbers is what helps the most. Um, I just can't believe that after 15 years, I'm still hesitant to make phone calls. Like, it just... I, I, ju I just assumed, I don't know why, like I've sold six-figure advertising packages to carriers when I was at Agency Nation. I've been in meetings, you know, seven-figure deal meetings at Bold Penguin and other places. Like, like you know, I sold, 
I sold a, a, a hundred life workers comp account the other day. Um, and, and, and it, it, I don't want to say it was, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't like it was difficult. Like you just did your job, you know, talk to the person, talk to them about what Rogers 365 is all about and da, 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 da. And I, the fact that I still hesitate to pick up the phone drives me bananas. And the days that I don't do it, I get to the end of the day and I feel like less of a human being. I just do. I feel like a loser on the days that I don't make my calls. I feel like I let the the, the I, I let the resistance win. I let it win, and it drives me nuts. And I would have never. I did. I thought I was gonna be when I came in. I thought I was gonna be completely past this. Like mentally rolling into rogue risk. You know, a year ago or whatever. I I said to myself. Um, you know, I just I just never even considered that I'd have prospecting hesitancy again. I thought I was completely past it. And uh and I'm breaking myself of it. I am going to be my goal, and I and I this was one of the things I wrote down in my my journal. Um big shout out to Chris Paradiso who got me on the um it's called uh Living Your Best Year Ever from Darren Hardy. Uh it's really good. I'm matching that uh program slash diary notebook thing with um kind of a uh, we'll, we'll call it a bullet style tracking journal that I'm using for prospecting and for task management. Um, and I'm kind of combining these two ideas to, to, to get, to get myself done and get myself back in order and have a process and a flow. So things get done and I don't miss things. Um, but, oh shit, now I don't know where I was going with that. But, um, you know, the idea was, um, I, I want to be the absolute best cold caller in this area. I want to be the best cold caller. I want to be able to cold call anybody and get through because then I want to train someone else how to be the best cold caller so I never have to cold call again. <laughs> um, but, oh my gosh. I could probably train somebody to be an amazing cold caller. I, picking up the phone, I want to like punch my, I'd rather punch myself in the face as hard as I can. It's absolutely insane. I can't believe that that I've that here I am, 40 years old, I have you know, 15 years in the insurance industry. I've been a CMO twice. I own my own business. I've done 350 keynote presentations the last 10 years. I've been the CEO of a company and, and I, can't, I can't even pick up a freaking phone and, and tell somebody that they need to do their workers comp with me. Oh my gosh. If you feel me on that, know that you're not alone. Um, but the only thing that you can do, and I know this, like logically, I know this, the only thing you can do is pick up that phone and call. Just pick up the phone and call. Let them call you an a-hole. Let them say no. Let them, you know, blow you off. What is the big deal? Call the next number. Ryan, I'm, I'm talking to myself now. Now I'm doing my affirmations <laughs> before I have to make my calls. But um, all right, guys. So these are some of the early roadblocks that have kept me from getting to where I want to go. Like I said, Based on my current pipeline, and um, I do have a personal lines producer now who I'm feeding a lot of leads. Um, uh, shout out to, to Frank Jimenez and, and his team at uh, Quotely for, for, helping, um, for helping us drive opportunities into Rogue. Um, uh, she's doing a wonderful job so far. She's been on, I think she's been with us for three weeks now. She's already got an account on the books. She's got a bunch more in a pipeline. So that's a really nice, I want to get her up to a nice consistent flow of, of inbound, get a process behind her that allows her to close business and be successful, um, which will just provide a really solid base for the agency as I go out and go after commercial. And then we can start to duplicate that process, um, get some more people in here and, uh, and continue to grow and, uh, and provide 
the human optimized uh, insurance experience that I believe is uniquely possible from independent insurance agencies, and uh, and that's where we're going. So, guys, uh, I hope that this was somewhat valuable to you. I hope that you you at least found it interesting. I don't know if you did or didn't. Um, I'd love your feedback on this episode. Uh, and 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 the last thing that I'd say is if you enjoy the podcast, uh, sh- share it with friends. Just tell somebody about it. Tell someone. Uh, get them to subscribe on iTunes or wherever Spotify. We're on all the all the stations or whatever. We're on iHeartRadio if you listen there. Or like I said, we're on Spotify, Google. Um, you know, just tell somebody about it. Uh, only because I want the message to spread. If you think it's valuable, that's it. Um, you know, I, I do have sponsors and that's nice. Um, but you know, they mostly just pay the bills. I'm not making like a lot of money. Um, that's never been the goal is to make money from the podcast. It's about sharing ideas. And um, and I just appreciate you guys so much. I just really do. And and I want, if, if this is valuable, if this kind of episode is valuable, I can do more of this. Um, I can talk about, we can dive into the things that were like, very specific things that we're doing. I'm happy to talk about my content strategy, happy to talk about our sales strategy, our prospecting, where we get our leads from, where we get our opportunities from. You know, I can talk about all that stuff. So just... Hit me up, DM me. LinkedIn's a great spot. Hit me up on LinkedIn. Send me a message. Connect with me if we're not connected. Let me know what your thoughts are. You can always email me, uh, Ryan at RyanHanley.com. Um, you know, I try to respond to as many of those emails as I can. You know, when time permits. But either way, guys, I, I wish you absolutely, positively, nothing but the best for for you and for your lives and for your family's lives. And uh, I want you to be happy and I want you to be healthy and. Um, and, and I just want this business to be fun because it should be fun. We, it takes a lot of work. It's really hard. And if we can find ways to make it fun, make it interesting, and have a good time and not take ourselves too seriously while still making good money and help people, um, there's, there's no better place to be. So um, with that, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you so much. Have a great day. Go crush it. Peace.
drinks and smoke the joint bubbles? Yes.